This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, it's Katie Neal. Welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. This week on the show, I got to sit down with Charles, Hillary, and Dave from Lady A. This was actually the last show that we recorded in 2023. It was the last interview I was doing, and it was the last interview they were doing. So I think we were all very excited to finish and get done and have a nice little break for the year. But we got to talk about New Year's resolutions. We got to talk about their request line tour. We talked a lot about their pre-show rituals, their next project, and it just... Just all in all, Charles, Hillary, and Dave, lovely humans. Here they are now. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Lady A. I am so excited to be sitting down this week with the Grammy award-winning trio, Lady A, Charles, Hillary, Dave. How are you guys? We're good. Very good. We're so happy to have you on. I know here we are in the beginning of the new year, so I have to ask, did you guys make any New Year's resolutions individually or as a band? Uh-huh. That's a good Gosh, question. I haven't yet. That's a big question. Stay present. I'm not trying to be philosophical, but that's definitely been something that has been kind of a year, an entire year long journey for me is to try to not look ahead to too too much and not look, you know, in the past too much and just stay in the present, which I think has always been a tough thing for me. I'm always like looking for the next thing, you know. It's a very wise answer. I'm going to say mine is to become more flexible. I want to get bendier Mm, um, in 2024. That might Hillary. be more important than staying in the it's present. Not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 seriously, I'm more flexible than stay present. <laughs> that was my resolution, also. Like, I yeah. cannot bend over and touch my toes. So I'm like, I'm going to be more bendy. That's our I'm goal be this bendier. year. Mm, <laughs> bendier. Dave. Yeah, probably to work out less, just to work out less. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, whatever I said, I'm going to break it. But uh, Dave, Dave is, he's the most predictable workouter. Like, when we're on the road, the dude is just a machine. He's like so consistent. And then when he's off, he's like off and then he comes back on. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Full. I've never seen somebody more dedicated. Yeah. When we're on the road, I feel like we, we all stay really healthy. Yeah. But you're like really well work out. You're but, then early, just, yeah. the guys. but that's a good way to do it. You yeah. got to like nest. Dave, Hi. what's your workout? Like, are you doing out there doing crazy stuff like Tim McGraw or what's happening? No, nothing like Tim McGraw. I mean, I go, you know, to like one of those hit training places in town that's it's just like an organized class. And so I use those kind of, workouts when we're out on the road with some of our guys you know where you're doing like burpees and all those annoying things that oh, are not fun yeah i love the burpee I, i'm I, trying to go the rest of my life without doing a burpee yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i every time they're uh they're like hey we got 10 burpees after this station i'm like oh no he's the worst Please, God, no. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's talk music. You guys, recently, there's this ball released a new single, Love You Back. Talk about the story behind the song and why you guys really wanted to cut it. Man, it just, it, it felt so much like us. You know, it's one of the few songs that um, that we've released that we didn't write. And, uh, you know, I, I think we've always been that kind of band. I mean, from a very early 
or early stage, you know, American Honey was one of those examples of a song that when I heard it, I was like, this sounds like something we wish we would have written, you know, and that's the same, same thing with this song. Um, this uh, songwriter, Emily Wiseman, who we've written with and worked with a ton in the past, you know, I think that's what I love about that town. We all are friends and have such a strong relationship. She said, man, I got to send you a song that just sounds like you guys. And so when she sent it, it was a male, it was her co-writer, James McNair, that was singing it. And I said, uh, and he had a really country voice. And I said, man, you know, I said, let me come in and I'll play me. And I said, Emily, you play. I said, I'll play me. Uh, and I said, you play Hillary. I said, I'm hearing a duet in this. Mm-hmm. I said, I think it'll break their heart, you know, break people's heart a little bit more if, if, if you've got those two perspectives. Cause, you know, a heartbreak doesn't break even, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, that, that, that makes sense. It does, it breaks evenly. <laughs> it's both, both sides of the story. But uh, yeah, it just, I mean, we worked out all those parts. And, and so I didn't even sh- send it to the guys until we had that just cause, I just, I was like, you know what? I got an hour. Like, I'm going to come over there. Let's just knock this out. And we just really quick put it together and sent it to the guys. And they were like, man, this is, this has that thing. And so, but you never know, you know, until you really go in and cut it until, you know, until we really could hear the three of our voices on it was when it really felt like a a front runner for us. And, you know, one of the coolest things too, we were lucky enough to be able to kind of road test it on the last tour we were in the request line tour. And so just to see that reaction, it was like, okay, this is the one. And so that might be our new our, our new move moving yeah. forward is like road test these songs because that's how we used to do it. Yeah, I mean, we got to do actually a listening party where we had five of the new songs we had recorded with Dan Huff and played them for a group of probably 50 fans, just some of our closest fans in Nashville early in the spring CMA Fest. Uh, during CMA yeah. Fest and really handed out paper and let people kind of take a vote yeah. on which songs they liked. Yeah. Because, um, you know, for us, like we've been doing this now for 17 years you kind of start to like, we I, we love everything we cut, but you know, you want to find what really connects with the fans. And, you know, I think there's something special that's happening with this song where it feels to me like it could have been on any record that mm-hmm. we put out, which I love. I mean that in a good way of, uh, it just sounds when, you know, that's what people wrote on their cars. It was like, it just sounds like you guys. And, and, you know, that's kind of the, the ultimate compliment, you know, trying to find that we have a, you know, or hopefully carving out a, a unique sound. And so people, responded to that one and honestly we kind of leaned on the fans you know for making that the single choice which was kind of a special uh unique experience as well their song (laughs) and i really think about it too it's it's been a bit since we've been on country radio and so for the song that we are bringing to country radio to feel so like the fabric of who we are as artists and as a band it feels like it was the right choice and um it was cool like dave was saying that the fans really gravitated towards that too it is it when I first heard it, it's like you said, Dave. I was like, this could have been on any Lady A album. Like it really is just like timeless and classic. And it it sounds so good. And I think what you guys have done recently, so much with like pulling the fans in, like playing these songs for them at CMA Fest, letting them write down which ones they loved. And then the request line tour was such a fun like way to get everyone involved. And yeah. I thought that was so cool. But I did, however, think about you guys getting all the voicemails from fans because I know yeah. the types of voicemails we get at radio stations from people. Yeah. So I imagine that there were probably some pretty funny stuff that came through there. <laughs> we, um, every morning I'd get up and, and listen through the Dropbox of uh, all the voicemails for each city. And yeah, I mean, it'd be, you know, a couple dozen different requests all over the board. Sometimes, you know, a non-Lady A song. I don't know if they knew it was ours or not, but- um, Yeah, we got, we got a Sugar Lane request. 
And uh, it was that's probably my favorite moment of the whole tour. And we did it. And we We did did it. And and we we called him out. We said, hey, so how how many songs into this show tonight did you realize you weren't at a Sugarland concert? (laughs) But that happens a lot. Like, I'll get stopped in the airport. It's like, oh, love your band, Little Big Town. And I'm like, close enough. (laughs) The Little Big Town thing has got to be like all the time. Oh, we have it. They they get it all the time, too. It's so funny. But I'm the same way. Like, if I was to see somebody like I know that person. They're either in like Matchbox 20 or Collective Soul or something. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Jimmy Fallon always tells a really good story about how somebody stops him on the street and asks for a picture. And they're like, I love your show, Jimmy Kimmel. And like, walk away. Well, that would, I mean, you got two Jimmys. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But keeping with the theme of tour, what do you guys do every night before the show? Like, do you have any pre-show rituals that you always stick to? We always circle up and pray before the show and just start with gratitude, you know, before we step out on the stage. And, and then, I mean, this tour specifically, we were, we had to be at soundcheck every day because the show was different every single night. And so we always are there for that. And you sometimes do some (laughs) push-ups, a whole lot of vocal warmups. Yeah. Well, sometimes you do have to kind of like, it's funny to get your blood flowing, but we, you know, we'll, we'll play ping pong a lot backstage and kind of like, you know, different things like that, you know, with, with just kind of with the band and stuff, just to kind of get everybody together and hang a little bit before the show or, you know, and it's fun. And sometimes a lot of kids running around, which is always a fun distraction, but it's changing. I mean, you know, there's as much as still, so much is still the same, but so much has changed, you know, I mean, we definitely have our, our own routines. You know, Dave's always the first one up. And I'll like open up the window and he's out there doing burpees. And I'm, you know, I could kind of takes me a little while to kind of get up and get settled in. But um, it, it really, I think for us, it, we're just in such an appreciation spot in our career where, you know, when we do a show now, it's like, I don't know, you know, we always wanted to get to that point where it's two hour show full of songs that the fans know. And so I, I think we go out there with just more of a confidence that we can kind of with it, whatever environment it is, whether it's a tiny acoustic, room we love doing those or whether it's you know an outdoor amphitheater you know it's and 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 kind of getting that you know talking about the single and the sound you know i think it was a necessary move for us to kind of take some detours and cut songs like you look good and bartender and downtown because that's what makes a live show you know i really think that's what stepped up our live show but it's nice to then kind of come home to probably what i would call our bread and butter which is you know kind of those ballad duets you know and I don't know. It's all part of the thread of our career. Is there anything that you guys have on the Lady A tour writer that's in the green room that's fun or funny that you've had added on there? I feel like it's uh, energy drinks. You got those. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I put down booze for coffee and uh, energy drinks. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't know. I mean, cough drops, mm-hmm. uh, which is, is weird. I'm going to find out. So I'm looking around. I'm looking around right now. Simple. It really is. Simple. We, we even took out like Dave and I both had like separately had these like veggie trays and cheese yeah, trays yeah. that never got touched. And I was always just assuming the venue. And then I found out we were paying for that. I said, well, you can go ahead and scrap that. Cause yeah, please. Yeah, we're, we're very budget friendly. So uh, yeah. we, we've definitely been cutting things that we don't use. Cut the crudite. <laughs> yeah, the crudite. There's so much waste on the road. But, um, but it, it is it's amazing how many like bottles of water you can go through on the road. But we do hit up a coffee shop, though. We do. Probably once Every, or twice a day. Now, as so I say, we're that, Starbucks fanatics. Balances it out. <laughs> For sure. I'm just curious from each of you, what was like your once in a lifetime like concert or acoustic performance that you got to attend as a fan that always just stays with you? Oh, man. I recently went to see John Mayer on his solo tour. 
he came through Nashville twice, I think, because he toured it for so long. But I got to see him the second time. And, by solo, you mean acoustic? Oh, yeah, band. just by himself. And it was unbelievable. It was so good. I will never forget it. I just loved just the journey. He told so many stories and took requests from the crowd on on signs in a big arena. You know, it was there was something honestly really kindred about his approach with what we were in the middle of doing too um, on our tour. So I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I think for me it was when he went to see you two several years back. That was pretty amazing. I, I really need to go see him at the Sphere. I know. I know. I need yeah. to do that before that before it's done. I heard Fish is coming in next. Oh God! Fish. And they'll be there forever. <laughs> I know, which will be which will be kind of cool too. But um, yeah, you two and Coldplay kind of was just as far as just that wow, like felt like you were at you know kind of this I don't know every heartbeat kind of be, like at church beating at the same time, feeling this the love. You know, everybody in those kind of concerts, it's a very kind of spiritual experience. Gosh, what came to mind for me was um. We all three went down, I might have been in Atlanta, and saw Keith Urban together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had just signed with our manager, and he manages Keith Urban. And he took us to that show, and we had just got a record deal. We were still trying to learn how to perform live. And his show, it was just a clinic on live performance. Um, and I just remember being so moved by that, so excited we were in the music business, so excited that, you know, dreaming of us, you know, being able to hopefully do that one day. And gosh, his show top to bottom is so thought out and so well done and so moving, so high energy. I just remember that being a kind of iconic moment for for me with us as the band kind of sitting at out in our seats, dreaming of us being able to do that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. One day and feeling like it could be a reality one day. And uh, yeah, that was iconic. Keith Urban, what a what a live performer special one for sure. I want to like jump back in your career now to ask you guys. um, I love asking this question because I feel like it always gets a really good answer, but I run to you was your first number one song. And as a band, you're mentioning like this time, Dave, you guys have just signed. You guys go a pretty long time without like a solid paycheck. And then you get your first number one. Did you guys make a big or a memorable first number one purchase? I remember Dave bought a Jag. I did get a car. I did. It was my first purchase. And Dave's tall. 
I don't know how you fit in that. But, but it was still a very, it was a used Jaguar. Oh, okay, yeah. there you go. So it was very modest. <laughs> it was very modest, but I, you know, I was able to pay for it in cash. And it was under fifty thousand dollars. It was very reasonable. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first one. Uh, after that was was the car. Mine was too. It was an it was a used Audi. 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 I don't know. Convertible. A <laughs> four convertible. It was gray. Had black. Um, oh yeah. I think mine was rag top. It was awesome. I think mine was a house. <laughs> I, I was the first one to get married. Was I the last one to have kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And were. I was the first one to get married. We yeah. even so we we took a little while before we had kids. But um. But yeah, I remember like. I was like, wow, I'm really doing this. Here we go. We're like <laughs> uh, paving it down on the house. And uh, yeah, yeah. It was the payment down on the, on our, my first home. Oh, that's awesome. Those are all like very special things. It's always interesting to hear what people did. Some people are like, I yeah. bought a washer dryer. I paid off my loan. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Well, the first thing we did was pay off our debt. I mean, when we got yeah. our, when we got our record deal, you know, there was an advance that came in and and 100% of it went to my yeah. credit card yeah, and Dave paid and I, off my debt. Dave yeah. and I both had racked up pretty daggum significant especially being business majors um but we kind of we it was a we kind of really i remember us talking about this a lot it was like a calculator risk we were like okay we're gonna really run into a serious jam if we go any more than another six months here uh but you know and i remember it took a little while for like the whole payment to go through and process and i was like had had to borrow like five grand for my dad and of course my dad being my dad, if you know him, made me pay him back with interest. And I was like, oh my oh, gosh. I'm still, I just <laughs> signed a record deal and had to borrow five grand from my dad. It just goes to show that sometimes people think, oh, everything's so glamorous in the beginning. And it really right. is. It's really, really, it can be very difficult. Um, I'm going to have you guys do a couple stories behind songs that we'll play this week while we have you on. And you can just, whoever wants to take this one, but the story behind Compass. Compass. Yes. Um, so I'll never forget. So this is one of the other songs in our career that we got sent this song. And I'll never forget the first time I heard it. It was right after my firstborn Isley was born and I was holding her. She was a few weeks old. And I just remembered listening to it and just feeling like, gosh, what what more of a message holding my firstborn child would I want her to have than this song, you know, and just thinking about that. And it meant a whole lot. And um, a lot of my memories around that one just have to do with the fact that I was entering, you know, I was not only meeting my new daughter, I was meeting the new version of me becoming a mom. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of that song is just really soaked in motherhood. So special. And then Just a Kiss. Yeah. Just a Kiss was a song that we wrote with Dallas Davidson in Nashville. I love Um, telling the story. Yeah. I mean, it's a a very, like uh, we were in the, in the studio a very Nashville story. Uh, we were in the studio working um, on our third record, had a lot of it kind of done. And Hillary was singing that day in the studio, in the booth. Paul Worley was producing. And Charles and I were down the street. We had just kind of double booked ourselves, I guess you would say. Uh, while we were doing some vocal days in the studio, we were like, well, hey, let's just write. And so we wrote down the street and I had just brought in the uh, piano idea, which is the the intro on Just a Kiss, the piano part. And I remember I brought my laptop or brought my computer. It was an old school computer to like set it up and listen along. And we started writing it and it felt so special and unique. We called Hillary. She was in the vocal booth and told her to get down there. We got to finish writing this song uh, together with Dallas. Uh, And yeah, we wrote that one um, and it was on our third record. That was kind of the fourth quarter Hail Mary because I remember. Was it the last song? It was the last song we wrote for the record. And I honestly think that we booked it because I, it's so wild how many artists have the same exact story where you're going in 
to cut the record after the one that really worked and the label's like you don't have a single yeah you remember and we were like okay well then i'm in the studio this day y'all book a right or two and then next thing you know they're calling me going i think we're on to something get down here and thankfully music grows just a few blocks long so i was able to hop in the car and get down to where they were and it ended up being the first single Thank that's goodness. so awesome and then american honey is the last one yeah american honey um i remember this because ironically this was the day that i was in the studio <laughs> singing um because you know when you got three vocalists sometimes like we'll sing some together but we also try to sing it separately and you know you try to if somebody if, like we were on the road in between cutting this record too and so i remember it was like okay we're like all right gotta sleep sometimes some you know it's like all right let that be my day to sing and so this was my day of singing and um i was in there in the studio with Paul and he said, Hey, I got this publisher buddy that wants to play a song. And I'm like, uh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, no, bring him in. I, you know, we'll stop, get a coffee and take a listen to it. And I could tell he was really nervous. I think he knew he had something really special. And, um, cause usually they'll just send it around, but he was yeah. like, he was really precious with it. I think he wanted to play it mm-hmm. and, you know, who knows, maybe that was their, perfect marketing tool like get me in the room and um but they played it and i was like holy moly this is really special i mean hillary Lindsay, who was singing the um demo i was like that sounds just like hillary scott they have very similar voices and i was like this is this is us and so that night we're getting on the bus to go to to you know the next show that we have we're leaving nashville for a weekend of shows and i'm like y'all gotta check this song out and i remember playing it in the front lounge and they were like holy crap that's that's huge and so we end up cutting it and to this day it's funny you know it followed need you now so you know i remember it was interesting when it first came out it took a little it took a little while to go up the charts because you guys were playing need you now so much mm-hmm. And then it just, it was such a huge one-two punch for us, you know, going from Need You Now to American Honey. And I think to this day, it's still top three, four songs of ours, which my my son, I mean, for some reason, kids just love this song. My son's favorite two songs of ours is Bartender and American Honey. Mm-hmm. And every kid under 10 years old, their favorite songs from us are Bartender and American Honey. Bartender, I don't know why. Maybe it's just, it's kind of nursery rhyme-ish. Melody, yeah. if you ever listen to it, it's ba da 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 But, um, but yeah, American Honey was, uh, it's a, it's a career-defining song that kind of, you know, was like, all right, we're not just a flash in the pan with, you know, a couple hits. So it was, it was a big song for us. Obviously, Love You Back out now. What can you say about the next project that you guys are working on? Yeah. Good. Well, we, we were writing a lot last year, um, got in the studio with Dan Huff, um, who we've worked with on the last few projects and have some really great stuff we're excited about getting our plans together. You know, we have um, Love You Back out to radio and then A Love Song is also another song that's out and you can stream that everywhere, anywhere you stream music, you can stream it. And those are two really kind of pillar songs from the project. And then uh, we'll just kind of see, you know, yeah. how it, how it lays out when we'll release the whole thing. We're definitely going in in a nostalgic direction. I think we tend to do that a lot, but um, you know, I mean, coming off the last project, we had like like a lady and you know, champagne night, some of those things. So, like to us, I think we feel like we want to we're we're digging into some of that nostalgia uh, again. But yeah, it's just a really warm record, you know. So far, we've cut half of it, and we'll just continue over this next uh, early next year and just to keep kind of trying to chase, you know, what, what we feel is the best songs and kind of 
are able to live with it. I think that's kind of the new thing for us is like, we're not in any rush. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. in the past, I was always like, gosh, if we could have had three more months to write and find some more music, you know, some records you can look back and go, gosh, I love half of it, but half of it I don't love or as much as I should. But um, I feel like this one, we just want to make it really special, you know, and, and we're just at a point where we're, we aren't in any rush and yeah. uh, our lives, you know, and get back to what I said earlier, we're trying to stay in the present, you know, not get ahead of ourselves and look too far in the future. And be bendy. And, and be, be bendy. bendy. We're going to be so bendy, it. Hillary. I can't wait to check in with you on this in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.